Hey there, companions. I'm Dave, your dungeon master and producer. Are you new here? Skipped the prequel episodes and jumped here to the first gathering of our players? Well, welcome. We are happy to have you. Stopped in here to give you a disclaimer, though. You see, we started this podcast with limited audio production knowledge. I won't say we started off bad, but I don't think we started off great. So this is where I tell you that we do get better production-wise. I just got done remastering this episode with some new music and added sound effects. I also did as much as I could to improve our voice tracks. But if you are not able to handle our audio this early on, there is a series recap at episode 40. Some of our new listeners have had some luck starting there and understanding our story up to that point. At the same time, though, I do urge you to give this episode a shot. A lot of our dedicated listeners have given some great feedback about this episode, saying this was the pivotal episode that got them to dive in further to our story. A warning, though, there is a gross factor to this episode, but that's not a constant theme to our story. To describe our story in a higher picture, we focus on storytelling, comedy, and mystery. If you were caught up on the podcast, you would be able to easily take part in our community with a lot of theory crafting. Clues about the overarching story are littered throughout the whole campaign, and I am very proud of where we are at and excited for what's to come. Coming up after our theme song, though, episodes three through five are recapped with audio clips from those episodes. I haven't remastered those episodes yet, so the audio is still a little shoddy there. But again, I'm very happy you have decided to give us a try. If you are interested in the background of our homebrew world, you can visit fourorbs.org for some world and lore details. At the time of me recording this intro, I have been developing this fantasy world for 17 years. I started my freshman year in high school, and all the players have been playing with me for years before the podcast started. It almost makes it seem like the world's been lived in. And we are a little timid on the mics when we first start, but I like to think we have grown into the craft and we aren't so timid anymore. So make sure to follow us on all the social media. And we did start a Twitch channel for streaming our recordings, so check that out too. It's twitch.tv slash four orbs. Now, let's get you moving through the world of Aces. Tighten your bootstraps, sharpen your blades, and welcome to Four Orbs. This episode has been remastered. Last time on Four Orbs. Finch, you see a man sitting in the Ark of the Stone from afar. On the left side of his chest, you see a faded emblem of the Crimson Command. The name of the village is Erendor. Do you know it? Vaguely, yes. It is, uh, it's not one that I frequent too often, but yes, I know it. Would you mind taking me there today? We could go now. Uh, can, can I help you? Are you Leland? Yeah, yes. You have some information about our son? I'm from the Crimson Command, and this is my partner, Finch. I was sent here to possibly help you if you can maybe give me some more information. From my understanding, three people have been reported missing from this village and your son is now the fourth. I th- I think we in fact do have an imbalance of creation in this area. Maybe even chaos. You see a humanoid creature made completely of vines walking in the woods, dragging her behind. And then you realize what it is. It's a blight. He brings the blight down to his knees. 
Did he kill it? He killed it. I'm going to ask that she stay here for two weeks. There's a lot going on in the world right now. I mean, also, you sounds like you're asking a lot of me. He, he reaches into like a uh, side satchel, hands out like a gold chain, and he puts it in your hand. And as you open, as you look at it, it's actually a small, like quarter-sized medallion, and it has the Crimson Command symbol on it. I'm going to weave in and out and make my way to him. You run into what feels like a brick wall. Uh, I, I'm very sorry. Um, it, excuse me, just trying to get by. Uh, here's... Wait, you're not a slave. Hey, why don't you pick on somebody your own size? They call you Keth, right? That is my name. Why are you hassling this little soft skin? She is no slave. Now she will be mine. Get the girl and Keth. Oh, we gotta go. I'm gonna just pick her up and start running. <laughs> oh, there's dumb orcs. Okay, I'm just gonna try to hide. So you run down the lower decks of the boat. Uh, yeah. Astra, you hear like the dropping of the sails from above about five minutes later. And next thing you know, the ship is moving. Felomir, you're traveling far from the elven lands of Lathansis. You're heading to the Scriptorium of Shadow. You see four humans throwing a small drum, like playing keep away with a little gnome. Oh, I am already a little perturbed. I want to use my awakened mind. I don't think this is a wise thing you're doing here. This, this, is, this is none of your business, and we're taking this gold and your gold. And I want initiatives. You blast him with an Eldritch Blast. Did you kill this man? It appears so. Amazing. Well, I'm looking for uh, the Scriptorium of Shadow. I've heard of this place. Though I will say that within our library, the key is there. And open it up and you see a draft. It says, the key of Kilnar. Oh, I know of the key of Kilnar. The key of Kilnar was lost with the Temple of Hnet in Dolewood. I believe I found what I was looking for. I, th I think we need to check out this, this, this Temple of Hnet first in Dolewood. I will go with you. If you're traveling with me, that's where we go. Well, off! We're now adventurers! There's an uncommon scent in the air. Ocean mist sprays above and drips of salty water fall through the cracks of the upper deck as the ship rocks back and forth in the open ocean's current. Asher and Keth, the two of you here from above, from one of the sailors. As stowaways locked away in a small room on a lower level, the captain of the ship unlocks the door and walks in. He instructs you that when the ship docks, that you will need to exit the ship immediately. Felomir and Doroth, dirt and mud have caked to your boots as you have traveled west in Televastral to the south side of Dualwood Forest into the swampy delta known as River's End. A village comes into view as you exit the dense forest. You are soaked in rainwater from the recent storms that have surged in the skies above. Four of you arrive in the village of Arendor, midday as pears. The village of Arendor is small, less than a hundred people. 
and as you walk through the village, the town folk seem solemn and neutral. Every once in a while, you see a villager sitting outside of their home or gathered with others showing an obvious distress. Asher and Keth, as you get into the village, a guard wearing a crude, novice-crafted uniform approaches you with a long sword sheathed hand on it, ready to pull. Outsiders! Halt! Okay. What business do you have in Arendor? We don't really have any business. Why would an orc be in Televastral? Well, it's a really long story, but... Uh, I'm his slave. He's he's just... We're just trying to get to Arendor for businesses. You're his slave? Yeah, see? Yeah. There's my slave chain. Look, we aren't very fond of slaves in this area. Me neither! Grab her slave chain and break it off. You're free now! Oh, thank you so much. Well, you are an odd pair. Three of you give me a uh, perception check. That's a crit miss. Uh, 16. 13. Doroth and Finch, you are in the village, as I have mentioned to Doroth and Felomir, but Finch, you have been here for, well, three weeks now. Time flies um, by, doesn't it? The Crimson Command hasn't shown up. Still. Still. But you are here, both Doroth and Finch. You're both seeing this issue between a guard and an orc and a human girl go on for a second. Felomir, you are entranced. I'm reading something. By a book that you are reading. Yes. Halt! There's a commotion over there. I apologize for the questioning. We have had some issues as of late here. I'm under order of the mayor to watch for any odd happenings and report to the Crimson Command when they get here. You hear horns in the distance. Not like army horns, but like acknowledgement horns. They sound way off in the distance, but you look towards where they're coming from, which is the South Road, and you see 20 men in dark blue uniforms entering the village. A man leads them on horseback, and one of the 20 men on foot carries a banner with an emblem of an alligator within its crest. The man on horseback dismounts and walks towards the guard talking to Asher and Keth. In the meantime, Doroth and Finch, can you give me wisdom checks to determine if you can see who this man is or the banner, if you recognize it? Crits. Crits! The two of you immediately recognize who it is. The banner is for Lord Perth of River's End. He is the lord that controls the entire region. The man on horseback is Longsfellow, who has been given the name Sheriff of River's End recently. He is a corrupt man using his power to benefit him. They call him Sheriff of River's End. <gasps> it is Lord Perth. Finch, specifically, this isn't good news for you. <laughs> no? Oh no. Think about who you are. We went over your background. I mean, I know what my background is. Um, He's the Sheriff of River's End. Is that the big city? No, it's the region you're in. Oh. The, this whole swamp delta is, is River's End. Is River's End. Okay. And who are you? Finch. And what's your background? I'm like Robin Hood. Sheriff of River's End. Does he know who I am? Like, I thought I'm pretty covert. I'm pretty I mean, covert. I mean, you're about pretty covert, actions. but people know who 
Finches. The good people. The people that I want to know. But the bad people know, too. <laughs> Do they? Do they know what my face looks like, though? No. Exactly. We're good. If you put the hood on, you might be... Probably get picked out even a little easier. Yes. Okay. So, all right. I'm trying to help your gotcha. character development here and... No, you didn't have any very last smart, campaign. I can't do it by myself. <laughs> so as the sheriff approaches the guard that's talking to Astra and Keth, the man on horseback without like even a greeting just says, take me to Mayor Perth. I need to speak with him right away. The guard clicks his heels together and puts his arms by his side and then turns like in a pretty terrible military style, honestly starts to walk away, completely ignoring what he was doing with you two. Well, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's just play it cool and not just attract any more attention. That's probably a good idea. Uh, you think there's a tavern around here? I'll look around for a tavern. Yes, there is a tavern. <laughs> I built this, I built this whole Who would have thought? <laughs> what? Weird. What's the name of the tavern, Dave? Hold on. Please let it be the sloppy um, something. Oh, by the way, Keth, I thought you should know now that I actually kind of know you. My name's actually Astra, not Artsa. <laughs> Just thought you should know that. Now that, you know, we're kind of companions, I guess. Astra, Artsa. It sounds the same. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's Astra. Oh. Well, I'm Keth, the giant slayer. I know. Good. All right, let's find that tavern. Thelamir, Finch, and Dorth, you see now that the guard has like left the orc and the human girl alone, they seem to be heading towards a building. Finch, you notice the building is the tavern you've been spending some time in. Uh, you actually have a room there for while you're here. Dorth and Thelamir, you look at the sign and you see it's called the Turned Turtle. The sign has a picture of a turtle on its back with spirals coming off of its head. Keth and Astra, you enter the tavern. The tavern's quiet. There's a lone human male bartender, roughly around the age of 30, but due to like his stress, looks like he's probably 40. A younger man in the front right corner is playing cards alone, and he's dressed with a tanned leather coat, has a small hatchet on the table. The hatchet, though, doesn't look like one that's used as a weapon. It's more like a... Wood chopping. Wood chopping hatchet. There are eight other tables that are all empty with an assorted number of chairs at each. And there are only three bar stools at the bar. So the two of you enter. The bartender says nothing. We'll approach the bar. All right, you approach the bar. As you get to the bar, let's cut over to Doroth and Felomir for a second. What do you think that was about? <laughs> what? What now? Sorry, Are you I'm not paying attention? I was reading. Reading what? Their map. Let's see that map. Look at the map. Show him my map of Asus. What information could you get from this? I'm tired. I'm sorry. That means let's rest. Let's stop somewhere. Uh, we're close to Duelwood. We can keep going. No, we can't. How long have we been traveling? Uh, a week. But, like, today, it's midday, so you've been traveling the morning. How I'm, are you tired? We just woke up. I'm tired. Fine. Look, we'll, we'll take a quick rest. Look, there's a tavern right there. I you see it. Just walk in, rest, 
have a brew or two, and we'll be on our way. Just hurry up. Let's go. You hurry up. I walk past him to the tavern. <laughs> I'll catch up to him. Little no catching up to him. <laughs> you also finish with that critical perception. You also saw this little scuffle between two companions. Look, we were just talking, all right? <laughs> we weren't fighting. Uh, and it looks like all four strangers to this town are heading towards the tavern. Well, that's probably the most action I've seen in a while. Get my arms a little stretch and nonchalantly stride my way into that tavern as well. Okay. Slowly, at various times, the five of you all enter into the tavern. You all recognize that people have also entered the tavern. And y'all are kind of eyeing each other, not in a rough way or anything, just like... Spotting people. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna crack my knuckles. All right. Get out my drum. Where are you standing? Oh, let's go to just the middle. In the doorway. Just in yeah. the middle of the room, right? Well, yeah, in Jump the doorway. On the bar. Yeah, as soon as I walk in. So no one can leave. Yeah. <laughs> I make a really loud sigh and then go sit down at an empty <laughs> table. Yeah, I'm just yes. gonna put my head up and like be on my guard. Definitely, if he's going while I walk in, I'm going to just brush back. Yeah, because get comfortable, ladies and gentlemen. This will be the best show of your life. I've prepared a song for you. Oh. I'm going to turn to the bartender and ask for an ale. And just kind of put my head in my hand. What, what kind of song are you going to sing? A great are one. You, are you going to sing about Cat the Giant Slayer? Who? You, you know Cat the Giant Slayer, right? I'm not familiar. I'm Cat the Giant Slayer. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. What's your name? How dare you? How dare me what? You know my name. You should I, know my name. I'm Cat the Giant Slayer. I'm Dorth, Babe, Grumman, Kyle, I'm renowned the, the, the world around. Everyone knows me. The what? <laughs> I've prepared a song for you as well. So you wish to know my name, you'll get a verse, for that is my game. Dorth, Babe, Grumman, Kyle. No, Miss Fellow, with a bardic <laughs> style. That was in character. Now let me get to my actual song. I've prepared a song for everyone here. You, you can put your money with with my fan back here. Collect his money. <laughs> I just look at him and just shake my, head. shake my head as well. And go back to reading my map. Yeah, I'm, I'm tending, looking towards the bartender, but kind of glancing over my shoulder just in case Tough anything crowd. happens. Am I in here? Yeah, you're in there. I might approach the, the, the giant slayer. <laughs> because I can only assume I heard that shouting. You did. And, and for the record, I, I'm obviously a half-orc. I'm slightly taller than a half-orc generally is, so but I'm a little work. lankier. I have my hair tied up in a like top knot almost, and I'm completely shirtless and wow. covered in scars. Wow. Now, didn't we find some? Or we didn't have time to find more clothes now? No, nope, I'm shirtless. <laughs> nice. I've got a halberd on my back, and I've got burn marks and scars and shit all over. Sweet. I will say that everyone notices everyone, but most people haven't really acknowledged or like looked at Finch because Finch is kind of sticking to like corners and shadows and stuff. So probably blend with the crowd a little bit. He blends. Yeah. yeah, that's. He just kind of looks like a normal person, so you'll haven't really acknowledged him. Whereas you got a girl with a half-orc, and then a fancier-dressed elf with a very loud-mouthed bard. <laughs> the, the four of you are really 
the ones being spotted, right? <laughs> um, well, that was my whole intention. Can I just say that I would think that I would see at least notice Funch because I don't trust anybody and I'm just kind of... I don't know. Give me a perception check. Or actually, what's your passive perception? Passive perception is... Oh, 12. I will say you don't notice Finch. Whatever. <laughs> what does passive mean as far as perception is It means you're concerned? not looking for something, but you notice something. But my perception is one number, so what would the passive of that number be? There should be like a field for passive that's perception. That's your passive percept for your passive wisdom right there. Oh, that's awesome. I got really good passive wisdom. Ahem! I will now sing my song. Okay, okay sing it. I did not need your permission. We've traveled the forest for many a uh, minutes. We've hungered for a tavern and now we are in it. This is where you clap. Uh, is that it? Thank you. you. You should sing about Cat the Giant Slayer. I don't know Cat the Giant Slayer. That's me. Look, okay, drum and I'll sing it. It's a, it's a orc tale. You're drum. I will not. He's cast to giant slayer. Drum. He's cast <laughs> to giant slayer. He's cast to giant slayer. There you go. He's cast to giant slayer. There once was an orc named Logrog. He was so brave and strong. What's going on? He fought <laughs> in the arena. He battled all day long. And then one day, oh, it goes on. a giant <laughs> broke free and burnt up half the town. But Kess stepped in and fucked that giant and took that fucker down. Oh, he's cut the giant slayer. <laughs> That's the song. He's cut the giant slayer. Now you can sing it to I, me. I, I, I just, you're gonna catch the beat. No. But now, see, now you sing it to me. Don't tell me how to compose a song. But that's that's what all the people of Arthur do. Tell me how to compose they a song. Sing, but, but they sing me songs. I clap very enthusiastically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slow clap. That was great. Clap. This is what you're all about, isn't it, Doroth? You want a nail? Yes. I'm gonna flick I'll a gold piece at whatever your name is. I'm sorry. Dor Doris? Doris Groman Kyle? Doris Fabe Groman Kyle. I was out of game, but I'll just flick a gold piece. So I get a gold piece? Did you piece? just toot a. There <laughs> <laughs> <Here> you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You spit on oh, So I got a gold piece, though? Yep. Don't forget to take a gold piece off your character sheet, oh, And one. How much gold is piece? two L's? Two copper pieces. I don't have any copper. Yeah, I don't have any copper either. Do I get changed back? Yeah, you get changed back. You see, Felly? That's how it's done. I told you not to call me that. I'll, I'll leave uh, three copper Thank you. as a tip. Okay. I'll bring uh, a nail over to Dorth. Thank you, Kith. The giant slayer. Oh, you're welcome, Doris. The dreadful girl. So, little half man, where'd you come from? I come from Televastral. I travel all around. Oh, I come from Athern. Meet my number one fan, Feli. Felimir. Oh, my hi, name? Hi, hi, Feli. Felimir. And I wouldn't uh, 
fan is a rather generous word. We're generous people. More like traveling companion. Fine. I'll make a fan out of you yet. We'll see. We will. Yes, we're traveling to Duelwood. What's a Duelwood? Finch, you are triggered on that one. Duelwood is a forest north of the one year you live in. Duelwood used to be just like a forest with that no one really inhabited, but people, like there are creatures there, like mythical creatures. But as of like the last couple months, Duelwood has become hostile. Okay. And the land is not familiar. Well, I'll uh, maybe go a little closer to them to listen in a little. And what is your name, woman? Artsa. Artsa. I thought you said your name was Astra. You what? Oh, uh, yeah. That, that's my name. So you have two names? No. I have four. So I've heard. Wait, why do you have four names? It's, it's complicated. I mean, I have two names. Most people do. I mean, I, I mean, I don't have a last name. I, my real name is Logrock, but they call me Keth. I'm going to be just sipping my ale. Why do they call you Keth? Because I'm the Giant Slayer. Is there a story behind it? Do they just call you the Giant Slayer? or you just... No, I slayed ah. a giant, like slayed. I said in the song that you got to sing to me now. So I'm not singing you that song. Ugh. I will never sing that song. I think you could perform it pretty well. Sing that song. Be a great song. It was the most popular song in Atherin. Tell me about the giant. It wouldn't be your worst song, let me put it that way. It would. It would not. It would. Look, I was a gladiator in Athens. Yes. I fought in the arena, like I said, and one day, I was a great warrior too, by the way. I was a champion. I bet. But one day, a fire giant broke free and started burning up the town and setting everything on fire, and all the guards ran away because everyone was cowards, but I didn't run away. I took my halberd and I cut the back of his foot and made him fall down and then I stuck it through his throat and killed him and I saved the day. It's gruesome. And so now everybody calls me Keth because see, okay, now we gotta get back into history. Keth was- History you say? Yeah, do you like history? I love history. I don't know a whole lot of history. I pull out my, my empty sheet of parchment and ink and inkwell and quill. <laughs> I've never seen him look like this before. I only know orc history. All history is great history. Please continue. I guess so. But see, a long, long time ago, there was a brave warrior named Keth, and he had a bunch of friends. And they, um, the, the, the tale goes that Keth slayed Mestic. Mestic? Yeah, Mestic was this big, big demon. Mestic, what is this now? It, it was a demon. How do you spell that? Demon. Spell it for me. Uh, uh, I write Mestic in Orcish because I know it. <laughs> okay, keep going. Okay. Uh, anyway, so he was trying to take over the world and Kes stepped in and slayed him. Wow. Took him down. And so Kes is now the honorary title because after he did that, all the, all the other races owed the orcs a, a life debt. Because us orcs have life debts. Whenever someone saves someone else, it's a life debt. You yes, know, yes. They saved a life. So, and then the humans, uh, they they came in and they helped us. They built us houses and they taught us how to farm. Wait, wait, slow down, slow down. Right, how to build houses, how yeah, to farm, okay? It, yeah, and then uh, we have a new civilization. And that's how we became smart. 
riveting. Isn't it, though? Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Cap. It's a pleasure to meet you, too, Felly Felomir. Just Felomir is fine. Felly Fel. Oh, okay. Don't, don't do that. I, I will. I'll tell you what, since your story was so riveting, I will compose a original song. Not, not that one. <sighs> but it's such a good song. It was okay. <clears throat> You're almost as good a storyteller as me, so. I mean, I didn't tell the story. It's the other orcs that look up to me that told the story. I was just telling you the story that they told me. Well, I'll improve on your story. It's my favorite song. Well, I'll make an even better song. Trust me. Okay. The door of the tavern opens up. The guy that came in mounted on a horse with the 20 soldiers walks in. And behind him, a man in a maroon vest brown slacks and a white long sleeve linen shirt with a short bushy gray beard and a bald head walks in with him they uh like walk across the tavern to the other side where y'all aren't really kind of gathered and they sit down at a table kind of next to each other and the old man pulls out a rolled up piece of paper spreads it out across the table and they start kind of looking at it together since I'm not committed to any group yet, I'm going to just kind of mosey closer to that way now. Since you move that direction, I'm assuming you're trying to... Eavesdrop a little eavesdrop. bit. Yeah, see what's going on. Give me a perception check. 19. You get a clear view of the piece of paper, and it is a map of River's End. So it's got the Forest of Dualwood to the north of it, and then the Forest of Tempia's capital city to the south of it. Is Arendor included in this map as well, too, then? Arendor is on the northern edge of the southern forest. So it's on the south side of the swamp. The delta reaches out towards the coastline, and the coastline's to the east, and a river comes in from the west. All it is is a map of River's End, though. They are pointing at things here and there. You catch a couple things vocally. You hear some, like names of other villages and lords that are within the Rivers End area. It seems like they're being kind of strategic. Is there like trash around their table or anything? No. Okay, well, I'm just going to kind of like walk by, maybe like a couple feet away, stop to tie my shoe and then get up and continue. So like, not suspiciously, I want to only take maybe 10 to 15 seconds to do it, but just to see if I can catch anything worth anything. Well, as you do, Longsfellow, the sheriff stops as you kind of get in front of the table, stops talking, and like out of the corner of your eye, you can see that like the boat, the two of them are just staring at you. Just go nonchalant, not even paying any attention, just look down at my feet. So you finish strapping up your boot and then you continue walking? Mm hmm. Just right up to the bar. Yeah, they, get they get quiet area. though when they saw you. Now I'm at the bar. <laughs> Someone approaches the bar. And now you're at the bar. <laughs> oh, who are you? <laughs> With the degenerates. <laughs> Excuse me? Who, who are you? I'm just a, just, just a patron of this uh, establishment, just trying to get a drink. Um, the barkeep looks over at you and says, oh, Finch, here. Thank you. And I'll just kind of sip, and who are you? I'm Captain Giant Slayer. You really haven't heard him? <laughs> I don't know who you are either, but I definitely you know if that's what we're talking about, then yes, I know that there is apparently a Giant Slayer in our midst. Yes, that's me. And this is Astra, and... This is Dorgerger, and this is Felomir. Yeah, I'm going to reach into my backpack and just like kind of 
ignore everything that's happening and check on my pet mouse. Well, I gotta say, daughter, that's quite the tongue twister of a name you have. I am deeply offended. I have rocked every tavern in all of Televastral. You should all know my name in full. You must excuse me, I just walked to the bar and I'm going off of what the giant slave. My is name is Dorothy Fabe Grumman Kyle. You mind if I call you Kyle? No. All right, yes. Kyle. Thank you. Yeah, no, yeah, no. no. Yes, yes or no, don't, Kyle? Don't call, don't call me Kyle. Call me Dorothy. Dorothy. That is what my fans call me. Write that on my palm so I don't forget. <laughs> Trust. You will not need your palm to remember my name. So please, I mean, if unless you guys have some more songs to sing, I wouldn't mind hearing the real story of the Giant Slayer. I just called the story. Yeah, I wrote it down if you want to read it. <laughs> Let me just read it. <laughs> Hand him my piece of parchment. Did you write it in Orcish? It's it's in a couple different languages. What? <laughs> I'm just gonna go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I may even like touch my tongue and my finger for a second. And maybe even try and like flip to see if there's anything on the back, and then just go, ah, ain't it back? Speedy reader. Just a giant slayer. I, I think. Yes, that's me. Well, good, good for you. Good I for know. you. Have you ever slaughtered a giant? Can't say that I have. Not many can. Yeah, that's right. I'm great. Wait, how long ago did you slay this giant? Just a couple years. Okay. You think you still got it in you? Yeah? Is that a challenge? Hey, man, I'm just saying, there's been a few years since you killed a giant, you're calling yourself a giant slayer. I mean, we can fight right now. No, 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 Look, I'm no giant. Whoa. You're bigger whoa. than I am. Oh, shit. Don't you guys start causing a ruckus up in here. Hey, hey, bud, we're all good. You know me. We're cool. We're cool. I'm not starting any... Well, look, any kind of... fellas, there's no vacancy here. I don't know if that's what y'all are hoping for, but... You go and find another place to stay, but you're welcome to drink. By the guardians, we all need it. Well, where where else is? Wait, wait, hold on. What is going on in this town anyway? The guard said something weird was going on here. Well, what are you talking about now? Well, we we just got here, and a guard came up and said there has been a bunch of strange happenings. Yeah, here. we we've had some people go missing. They've been going missing. Missing, you say? Well, yeah. People are chopping it up to some kidnappings. <laughs> I think it's really just people leaving. Surely they will return when they hear that Dorothy, Babe, Grumman, Kyle. Oh yeah, I'm glad you're here, Dorothy. It's been a while since we've had an entertainer in our midst. Why don't I go and get the stage out for you? I'm sorry, sir. Did Is it like people leaving? Like, is it human trafficking? Is that what's happening? Well, it's human trafficking, lady. You're... <laughs> The seizure of people unwillingly and taking You mean like slaves? Putting, yeah, putting into slavery. Yes. No, we don't we don't do slaves around here now, Missy. Yeah, but how many people I've, have... I've seen other places that apparently do do slaves. Yeah, everybody in Atherin is a slave if they're not an orc. Well Atherin isn't even on this continent. We we don't do slaves here. Now the Rodanians, the Rodanians are different. You fuck with them, they fuck with you. How many people have gone missing? Well, there was that Leland kid, and then, uh... God damn it. 
I sensed a disturbance on that side of the bar. As soon as you said Leland, I did want to just kind of like fucking cringe and kind of like bring my drink maybe back down on the table a little rougher than normal. Just like, fuck. Before you were rudely interrupted, you were getting me a stage? Oh, yeah. Oh, but the, the stage can wait. It can it wait. Could not. So that was one. How, how else? Uh, there were two women and uh, a man, but they found his foot. So they think an alligator got him. Ha! And Makes sense. Okay. And left the foot? Well, an alligator can't eat it, eat that big of a man. Well, it can eat him in pieces. Well, maybe he just didn't care for the stink of his foot. He had one foot. He was like, oh, I don't want that other one. I'm inspired. I must write songs. <laughs> like, turn around. <laughs> Compose a tune. All right, and anyone else? Uh, yeah, I think it's like a total of six. How, since when? How, when was the first one? It's been happening for about a month or so. No, no, about two months now. Okay. Yeah, I really think they just leaving, you know? I mean, this place get weirder and weirder as things go on. I mean, all of a sudden, there's like a little stream going through the entire village. That doesn't just happen. All of a sudden, you say? A stream? Through... Yeah, As in like, running water. Like there, there wasn't a stream at one point. Now there's a stream. It's very interesting. How big is this stream? How long ago did this stream form? How long until my stage? Before you got there, Finch. That would happen before I got there. Yeah. But I'm aware that this place also never really had a stream. I would assume. Yeah. I found that odd. I had to have found that odd. <laughs> I guess you find it odd. Yeah. Okay. Anything, anything else strange? Well, there there is this rumor that this lady about a week ago, or no, three weeks ago, uh, was taken out of her home by some vines. I don't know if that one's true either, though. I think it that, is true. Yeah, see, Finch is one of the believers, but I just chop it up to conspiracy. There's a difference between believing and seeing. Oh yeah, that's Seeing right. Seeing is he not says, always. He says he was there, but he told me that drunk, so I'm not really sure if. Were you drunk when you saw it? No. What happened? The forest came alive in the form of about a six foot tall vined creature-esque humanoid man. And his vines grew and his branches grew and he could grab and take hold of anyone. Whether they chose to go with him or not, they were dragged into the forest and taken away from their loved ones and their family and their home. <laughs> that no was laughing that matter. Was, that was my nervous laughter. <laughs> <laughs> and she was taken in my sight. And you, you saw this with your own eyes. I tried to rescue her with my own hands, hmm. with my own body, and I failed. Interesting. It was very real. Where did it go? I point out the window into the woods. He points north into the swamp. Is that the direction we're heading? I believe it is. I wouldn't go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> well, I must. I'm looking. Are you familiar with the Temple of Hanet in Dulwood? Uh, I'm not, no. What of you? I know Dulwood as in before its recent happenings, but everything. Uh, in the past few months, I'm unaware of. I don't. I don't know what is in store for you up there anymore. Well, you're not familiar with the the temple. I heard it disappeared recently. Never heard of this temple before. It doesn't help me at all. My stage, please. 
My inspiration oh, oh, is yeah, that's finite. right. That's right. Let me let me go find that stage. He uh, goes into a back room. You guys ramble on forever. Besides, don't don't let me sell you short. I'm sure it is. Was it, that supposed to be a joke? I am proud of my knowledge. I'm not heritage. laughing. Are you laughing? Do you think it's a joke? Of course not. I'm proud of my gnomish heritage, and you will not make a mockery As of it. As you should be. Me short. I'm small. Short. It's the same thing. I'm gonna look around for my stage. <laughs> I'm done with these dudes. Insult me. As, as you start to like frantically look for it and like get tired of this, the man comes out with like a two or three step staircase, like in his hand. All right. Um, and he walks over to the corner to the right of the bar, so that's like in front of the door. And he puts the steps down, and he starts walking back to the back again. And then he comes out with, like, a four-by-four table that's about three feet off the ground. And he puts it down. A modest stage, but nevertheless, shall rock it. Well, it's a small tavern now. Small person. But you said it's modest. It's it's proportionate, I would say. The last show that I played... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the last show that I played, I put, how many people there were at the festival? Tens of thousands. You must festival. understand. My last performance was, was for tens of thousands of adoring fans. I have to uh, assimilate. Well, you got eight in here right now. You know what? This lot does not deserve my art. Oh, come on. Boom. Boom. He brought the stage out and the stairs out. And Wait, and are, you, are you saying you're not going to play for us now? I've never heard you before. I'd love to hear you. If, if you're not playing, then we should just go on to Duelwood. That's where we got to go. I'm saying I do not feel appreciated. Well, what are we doing, Astra? We can't go back to Athern anytime soon. Yeah, but I, I really need to get back to Athern. I'm saying if I got a pretty good round of applause. I could be convinced. Okay, whatever. I flick a silver piece at him so that maybe that encourages him to shut up. (laughs) A silver piece flies into the area. (laughs) I'm just gonna finger gun snap at him. Mm, Edgy this one. Come on, Doris. You can do it. See if I can compose something off the dome. I'm gonna go uh, walk onto the stage. Okay. Crack my knuckles. The forest it grows, the forest it grabs, but it left his foot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad I didn't flick a gold piece at that. I clap. You guys just don't understand punk rock. The songs are short, concise. Yeah. So, Keth, what's what's our uh, what's the plan from here? We need mm. to talk about that. Well, we can't go back to Athern because they're looking for us. Okay. They'll well, probably kill you. Are they whispering? No. <laughs> so what happened in Athern then? I mean, you're being, you can't go back. She wants to, she needs to go back. You can't well, go back. I, I don't know Yet why you're she, a pair. Who's getting killed? I don't killed? know why she needs to go back. I come to think of it, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because she was I in I told Athern. you I was looking for someone and I saw him. What are you looking and for? that's when I ran into the nine-foot orc that started fighting me. Yeah, that was Commander Grunon. He's a dick. How tall are you? Um... It's not that big a deal. Seven two. Okay. So yeah, she... she okay, so all non-orcs in Athern are slaves. 
but she didn't have a slave chain and somehow she got into the city and she she pissed off Commander Grunon and Grunon tried to take her and I said no. So I fought Grunon and then Grunon attacked me but all my, my people that look up to me jumped on Grunon and we ran away. But then they chased us so we had to hide on a boat and now we're here. Okay, so Atherne is an orc town. Yes. Where they have nothing but slaves that aren't orcs. If you're not, a, if you're not an orc, you're a slave. Yeah, that's and how. It's, it's just somewhere over the water over there. I, I don't think I've ever. It's on the continent Lunalia. I don't think you're I've ever. Solaria. I've never crossed the pond before, so I'm. Me neither. But you're here now. I know. Well. I can't go back anytime well, soon. Well, we don't enslave everyone here. So, uh, I mean, I don't really welcome like... Welcome to the free world, Giant Slayer! I mean, I don't like slaves all that much anyway. I, I helped out the slaves. The slaves looked up to me. I was the hero. Oh, well, the hero. Exactly! The giant Slayer and the, and the slave protector, huh? Yeah! Good to know. I'm, I'm looking for a specific slave that was there that I found, and then I did not get to actually see once we were driven out of the city. Well, that sounds like a quest for you guys. We have another suicidal quest to go on. And I actually, I mean, I kind of need to stay around here. I want to go that way and find the big forest, man. Got like some business. There's like, there's some stuff happening in this town. And I'm like supposed to make sure that it doesn't get like out of hand. It does sound rather intriguing. You He's guys have fun with that. As the sun sets, the daylight coming in from the windows dims out. Longsfellow and the mayor, who have been there this entire time, get up, and as they get up and start to head out the door, the barkeep starts to light lanterns all over the place. Uh, y'all are still kind of, this is going on like while y'all were having all y'all's conversations, basically. And eventually it's nighttime. And we'll say it's nighttime as y'all's conversations that you've had have ended. We gotta, we gotta find somewhere to stay. You said you couldn't stay here. Hey, Barkeep, where, where's another place so we can stay? Well, this is the only tavern in town now. Well, where's the next but, town? Well, there's one deeper into the swamp, but the next one into the- You don't wanna stay there. The next one's on the way to Tempe. It's probably about four hour walk. Now, I mean, you could camp outside. Out of game, how big is my room? It's a one bed yeah. room. Right, fuck them. I thought this place didn't get many visitors. How is it that you're full? This is a small tavern. I only got two rooms. Well, Finch, is here. Finch here's got one of them. I got one of them, but I mean... The other one... There's one bed. You, I mean, the other one goes to Sheriff Longsfellow since he's here in town. Well, I'm Captain John Slayer. I need a bed. I can't sleep outside. Well, we've camped all so far. Yeah, well, I'll, sleep. I'll sleep on the ground again. Ah, we shall sleep on the ground. Kind of like point them in the direction of a nice place to camp, at least. I mean, there's places all over village, really. That like the town there, there's like you could pretty much sleep anywhere yeah. in this town. No, it's really good. There's one guard. Well, <laughs> let me let me. The, the town isn't too upscale, and don't let me sell it short. I love this town, but I mean, you, if you're out of the way and you want to set up a tent or a cot for the night, no one's gonna bug you. I already have a room. I'm not gonna leave the room. But I'll be happy to meet you guys here in the morning um, for breakfast. If you so choose. I mean, no sweat off my back. That's fine with me, but, but then we go to Dolwood. 
we go to Dolewood. Yeah, Kath, how, how do you feel about going to help these people in Dolewood? I mean, it sounds fun, but I want a bed. Well, if, if you need it, I have a bedroll that you can, you're can. you more than welcome to use. I've got a bedroll. I want a bed. Use okay. your well, imagination, Orc. You want to use my bedroll to stack on top of your bedroll to make it more like a bed. No, that wouldn't be fair. You sleep in your bedroll, I'll sleep in my bedroll. So generous. On a bed. I sleep on a ship. On a bed. Sorry, I just, uh, I just don't feel like I know you guys well enough to invite you into my temporary home. Yeah, ditto. Likewise. Exactly. Well, as you kind of say your like farewells for now, apparently you're meeting in the morning to have breakfast with Food Finch. Sounds like, yeah. The four of you that aren't staying in the tavern head out and you step outside and you notice that like with the sun down and the moon kind of raising on the horizon still, there's a really heavy fog that's kind of like drifted over the village. You look around and you notice that the 20 soldiers have all kind of built tents throughout the village as well. And there's only seems to be one of them that's currently visible. And he's like at a campfire, just, you know, guarding. That's all going on to the right of you as you exit the tavern. To the left, where the moon is kind of rising up, the moonlight's kind of shining through the fog. And you notice that there's a silhouette in the fog. Looks like a child. And you kind of stare for a second. And as the child starts to walk slowly closer to you, you notice that it's a boy. The boy is shirtless, barefoot, and he's wearing some torn shorts. His hair is dirty, like really caked with mud. But you can see whispers of blonde hair sticking out from the mud. As you get closer to the child, you see a rune carved into his forehead and blood dripping down the bridge of his nose. You can see his feet are caked in mud, but underneath that mud, in his kneecaps and his legs, and all the way up to his belly button, you see a natural green color that's kind of like faded up his body. It's like in his skin? Yes, it looks like his skin has turned green. The boy doesn't speak though. He stares past you, like all four of you. He gets closer and closer, and he just slowly has this like one foot at a time, very slow pace. You kind of like stare at him as he gets about five feet from you. And he just continues to like slowly walk past you. Is anyone going to say anything about this? Yeah, do I feel like threatened or? No, more pity than anything. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna like try to speak out to him. Be like, hey, are, are you okay? He, he doesn't respond. Do you need help? He doesn't respond again, and he's starting to get past you even further. So you said there was a like something carved into his forehead? Yes. Can I see what it is? Uh, you'll probably have to get like closer and in front of him. I'll, I'll do that. So you kind of step in front of him and like, like put your hands on his shoulders? Wait, don't touch him! He's I mean, dirty. I won't touch him, I'll just like... Well, I mean, he's walking. Is he an actual like feasible being or is he's it just a like... a human a... boy. Okay. I mean, yeah, I guess, like, if I have to, then I'll stop him okay. and try to see. So you grab hold of his shoulders, kind of squat down and kind of look close at his face, and you get face to face with him. It looks like somebody's carved a rune into his forehead and, like, fresh. Yeah. Give me a Knowledge Arcana check. I can do that. 15. You don't recognize exactly what the rune means, but you can definitely tell that it's a transmutation spell of some sort. And as you're, like, staring at his face, 
you kind of have lost peripheral of everything going on with his body, but the three of you see that the green is actually like growing on him more, like taking over his body a little bit. And as you're looking at him face to face, you notice that the green is like got to his neck and it's building onto his chin and it eventually envelops his entire body. He's just completely green. At the same time, he's still just pushing against you and you can see that he's like looking in your direction, Felomir, but you can sense that he's trying to look past you still. The tips of his blonde hair that's kind of sticking out from the mud turn to a dark brown and they begin to decay from the tip at the end of the hair and they turn into dust as they start to fade away. As you stare further into his eyes, those pale blue eyes you were seeing finally start to turn green as well. The whites of his eyes even turn green. But then all of a sudden his eyes start to stress and you can see like a tear forming up and he can sense that he feels pain. His cheeks start to puff out as if he's taking a deep breath. His nose, lips, and ears begin to swell. His eyes start to bulge out of their sockets as he starts to feel this pain, and he lets out a huge, horrific scream of pain. What's going on, Felomir? I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Something's happening. You kind of like let go of him for a yeah. second. He brings his hands up in front of his face, and you can see that the fingers are all swelling up. But as that scream releases, you can see like people coming out of their homes from the village bench. You've actually come out of the tavern after yeah. hearing the scream. And after about two or three minutes of him just screaming, you see pus start to like drip out of his pores. The pus begins to spill out of his tearing wounds that are now just ripping his skin. All right. <laughs> you That's feel enough. the area begin to get hotter as if like proximity to the boy is almost like a campfire. Some of you start to take steps back as you feel the heat. You see a yellow light start to glow within his stomach, shining outwards through his skin. The boy begins to scream louder with a lower pitch, almost like a man's scream. You then are blinded by a flash of light as the boy explodes. The five of you are unconscious. Hey, while you think of that town, can we pause for a second so I can use the potty? Sure. Sweet, dude. I think you're going to have a whole crowd of people. Yeah. Yeah. Go, so. We're all just waiting for someone, <laughs> for someone to break it off. I'll break the seal. For the record, Deidre, don't ask me for names. <laughs> Pretty much avoid names at all costs if you can. I've been trying to, like, I've been trying to, I've been fighting myself to not ask for the name of the barkeep the entire time. Because <laughs> there's not one. I know there isn't. You should just have a big list of names that you keep with you. And just That's not a bad out. idea. Oh, just like random names you're okay with throwing yeah. out. Pull them from Twitter. Just random Twitter. Aw, oh, Thomason. What? You bought a pack. Yeah. You were We're doing so good.
Dude, I love your voice. Dude, it, <laughs> it's like, so funny. I lost it for a second. And I was like, oh, fuck. What did it sound like? Yeah. And I had to, like, channel the intro or whatever. I don't, yeah, but the interest of it is I think it's gonna like Yeah. But, I don't have the, uh, I don't think I have the consistency to do a voice for an entire campaign. Dude, I, But I love your dedication to go for it. It sucks that I did this to myself. Like, I have to It'll be good, voice. though. It's gonna be worth it, I think. I think it's gonna give it a, you know, kind of like a, a whole other yeah. thing. I don't know, I like the, the fucking dynamics so far. Yeah. Like, everybody fits in together. It can only get better from here. Mm-hmm. Oh, and my songs are always gonna be like that, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. I, I want that to be like that's the reason why you know. I'm say so I'm, renowned because I'm so unique. I've never really like. I don't feel like I've ever known how to be a bard. I want to say the first character I ever tried to do was a bard, but I never played with the music part of it. But like, maybe once, then you you make it fun. I want creative for more sure. than a drum though. Like I want to have like a stringed, like really simple, like stringed instrument, well, like two strings. Ukulele? Do you get a cheap ukulele at Guitar Center for like forty bucks? Really? If you get the cheapest one they have, yeah. Or you can probably get on Amazon. You might even get one cheaper than that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys might get. It might be a part in the. It's uh, just like four nylon strings, and you get a little chord book and just learn like three chords, and you can play a yeah. song with it. I think, yeah, I want there to be a part in the campaign where I'm like, this, this needs more than just the drum. <laughs> what about the ukulele? It was like, I've never even seen yeah. you use this before. You bring a, uh, a fucking. Uh, what they call it, the stupid fucking recorder. Oh, the recorder? Alright, because I got the drum, uh, an accordion, a lute, and a pan flute. So I need an yeah, instrument so you that... you have a recorder that's your pan the flute. The pan flute, yeah. And then you could get an uh, ukulele for your lute. No, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to learn a, a metal song on the lute, or the, uh, the pan flute. I wanted to be... I don't know, like, if you watch the... Uh, time of stream recent or much anymore but they always play uh this song called the hellion by judas priest it's it's this song and i want to learn this on the loot and have that be like a common like theme that i play so are we taking too long to get where we need to no, be? no you're all are fine this yeah is the first i kind of feel like we might be taking a minute so i'm glad you're we're feeling each other out we're yeah, building the are, dynamic i really like that we all decided just like yeah, you know what? I need to go this way, and I need to go this way, and I'm like, I need to stay here, so I'll see you guys later. <laughs> it's like that see what Dave can do that, to like, keep us together. <laughs> that asshole clinching moment where the, the audience is like, no, they're going to split up. Like, no, they just met. I like that. We got to find a reason to stay together. Uh-huh. I will now sing my song.
the Giants, Lee. Please, Kevin.